Does your relationship with a teen seem hopeless? Teens of today face so many heavy issues, from bullying to pregnancy. They want someone to turn to, but they aren't sure where to start. We've got some answers. This is Tools for Teen Transformation with Lily Williams. We can provide tools to help teens and their parents see things a bit differently and open up the lines of discussion. Now, here's Coach Lily. Hello, good morning, and welcome to Tools for Teen Transformation Radio, and I'm your host, Coach Lily Williams. I am a John Mikeswell Certified Life Coach, Consultant, Speaker, and Trainer, and I am owner and CEO of Perfecting Destiny Coaching Services. We help teens to become productive citizens and to live their best lives by helping them to fall in love with themselves and to get rid of limiting beliefs, thoughts, and ideas that does not add value to them. We can change teen behavior by changing what and how teens think. Our topic for today is going to be tips to increase teen self-esteem. And our show today, we're going to be examining strategies to increase self-esteem in our teens and our young adult population. Now, some of these strategies are research-based, while some of them are just strategies that uh, our guests, Mr. Woodall and me, that we have used in the school systems where we have worked. Now, we will be sharing hands-on strategies with you today, our radio audience, and We've raised teens in our own homes, so we are considering ourselves a pretty good source of information for you this morning. Yeah. Now, Mr. Wood- Mr. Goodall, I'm going to let you introduce yourself to our radio guests. I'm passing the mic to you. Okay. Well, good morning, and uh, we do thank uh, thank you for inviting us on today. My name is uh, Maurice Goodall. I am a um, a pastor, and I'm also an assistant principal at uh, at uh, Kinston High School in Kinston, North Carolina. I do pastor a church in Lagrange, North Carolina, and I'm also married to Sabrina Goodall, and uh, we've been married for 28 years. We have three children. Um, all of our children are now have gone through school and are in. Uh, one is married, uh, which is Victoria. She's married, and uh, the two others are in um, college right now. So, uh, and and I work at a at a high school. I've been working here now for about well, in the um, Illinois County Public Schools for over twenty six years, and uh, so. I do know what it's like to uh, deal with young people and uh, dealing with so low self-esteem as well. Um, but I'm a graduate of, of um, North Lenore. I have um, also a graduate of Grand, Grand Canyon University as well. So um, I, I feel like I can do, I can share some things about low self-esteem today. I think you can too. Uh, and I, Pastor Goodall is Pastor Goodall, then he's uh, school administrator Goodall, then he's Father Goodall. So if I just say Mr. Goodall, I guess I can cover them all today. Uh, but yes, Mr. Ma'am. Goodall, we we appreciate you being with us this morning because we know that you have such a vast 
array of knowledge, having dealt with teens. I know you've dealt with uh, middle school, you've dealt with high school, and we have dealt with a lot of uh, children. Now, we want to deal with this self-esteem issue today because you and I both know that a lot of uh, teenage behavior is governed, pretty much all of it is governed by the way they think. That is so true. That is mm-hmm. that's definitely so true. Um, and, and really, self-esteem is really having lack of confidence and feeling bad about oneself. And, uh, and a lot of it has to do with, some of it has to do with your culture as well, um, your upbringing and where you've, you've come from and how uh, your support system, people that are around you have talked to you or even some bullying uh, that you may experience in school, that can create it and cause it uh, to take place. Um, so, um, and, and like I say, like, you know, it's just um, bad feelings about oneself, lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. And uh, pe- people with low self-esteem often feel unlovable. They also feel awkward and incompetent about themselves. Uh, so, um, and, and that's something that, um, you know, we just have to deal with. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's something that can be uh, conquered as well. You, you mentioned one word right there that I'm mm-hmm. going to want you to talk just a minute about uh, the culture. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, and when yes, you ma'am. said the culture, yeah, let's, let's talk about that a minute because a lot of times we don't think that that is very important or we overlook that when we're, mm-hmm. when we're addressing self-esteem in our teenagers. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, like I said, I'm I'm a young black man, and um, and when I was coming up, we had I, I actually I did not have a father in my home, and it was it was ladies that was basically raised me. But my mother and my grandmother allowed me. Well, there were men that were significant in my life though as well, mm-hmm. and so um, I, and so I got an opportunity to also. And they, uh, the men were people that were in the church and people that were in school, um, well-known people in the community, and some were mm-hmm. principals and teachers. Um, but they poured into me at that time, and it was a sense of at at that time a sense of self-worth uh, that they had, and they wanted to instill that within me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it seems as if today our culture today has changed so much because you don't have that that true support base as you may have in the past. And I'm, and I'm referring to in the black community um, mm-hmm. at this time. And it's not only just in the black community, but it's in other communities as well. And, you know, um, so everybody has a different culture. So if you may come from a um, even a high um, economic um, place. Um, usually, most of the time, um, most kids, a lot of kids, may have you know uh, good self-esteem there. But it's uh, but it doesn't mean that you can't have it um, in a uh, low state, you know, a, a low income as well. Because I believe that. Um, you know, I, I myself, I felt like I came from a, you know, a poor, um, low um, type family. But at the same time, they loved me and yes. taught me like self-worth, you know, to have um, 
to be uh, confident within myself and the things that we did. And I think some of that's missing in the homes today. And I believe that's where yeah. really, um, you know, um, self, low self-esteem begins. Uh, or high self-esteem or, good, or having good self-esteem begins at home. I think you're, uh, I think you're exactly right. I think you're exactly right. Now, and, and when we talked about culture uh, this morning, something else came to my mind, too, uh, Pastor Goodall. When you mentioned the family, uh, one activity that I had run across when we were dealing with teens with low self-esteem, one activity that we ran across was that if we would ask them to uh, draw what they call a coat of arms, and that's, okay. you know, just a little emblem. Uh, and have about five, six blocks in it, and you put in that block your family, Chris. And that was right. what we found to be very, very important, your family, which you just mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. If the mm-hmm. families are able to pour into the teens more than anybody else because they're with them longer than anybody else and more than anybody right. else. So if we can get our teens to respect our families and the culture that they've come from. And when we say that word respect, we got to talk about what it looks like and what they should be doing. And if we can get our teens uh-huh, to, to, uh, to, to be a part of a family, and to mm-hmm. value, when you talked with mm-hmm. us, you were talking about how you value the interactions mm-hmm. that you had. So I, I, I think our radio audience need to know today that one of the things that we do to try to build their confidence and improve their self-esteem uh, is to have them to value uh, uh, mm-hmm. the family and the cultures that they're with, you think? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And that's very, um, that's a very important piece, um, the family, because family is really the foundation of any society. Um, and I, I believe that. Um, and then it builds off of that. Um, um, the Lord himself started out with the family and built from that. And when mm-hmm. she, um, you know, started out, of course, with the first man and the woman, and of course, of course, they failed, but he implemented his word back through Abraham. And then you have from Abraham, Isaac, to Jacob, to Moses, and then you have the children of Israel. And where um, in that same manner, um, everything starts, I believe, with family and then builds upon that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have to, and you know, um, and so family values, um, you know, if you have a confident father in the home, a confident mother in the home, they're going to instill confidence in that child. Um, I love the way my wife does it. She, we have girls, and um, she pours into them, and I pour into them as well. Um, but um, I want to look at the aspect of how she she does it. She spends a lot of time with them. Uh, she teaches them lady things to do, um, being uh, how to be a lady, and uh, so she mentors them. And I believe that uh, another piece to um, when you see a child that has low self esteem is uh, they need actual positive uh, reinforcement um, and um, and things to and praise is another thing that will help to put that positiveness um, that positive reinforcement and the positive support uh, because they're going through a conflict if they're in low self-esteem and mm-hmm. um, so they're needing some positive examples um, somebody mm-hmm. that they can um, that will listen to them and also you can pull back into them as well now, when you said, if, when you see 
uh, teens that are having low self-esteem. How do we identify that, uh, uh, Pastor Goodall? How do we identify children or teens or young adults have low self-esteem? How do we know what's going on with them? What kinds of behaviors are they going to be exhibiting that we know that it's a self-esteem issue? Well, a lot of times, like I was saying a few minutes ago, often just listening to a child with low self-esteem, one of the things that they begin to do is to share um, how they, how bad they feel about themselves. Um, they may feel like they're not loved by people. They may feel their mother or family doesn't care or that, that uh, the school doesn't care or individuals around them doesn't care. Uh, another thing, like I said, is being awkward. They may be a little um, awkward in their attitude toward um, adults, toward their friends, um, and also the, the, the final one I would say is incompetent. They don't feel enough that they're able to do. Um, so um, you may find a child that may act out and shut down, may not talk to you, may be angry, and um, may hide their their feelings um, with and and bring about um, bring and come out with anger. Or uh, and may I say it that way, they may um, tr- hide their true feelings, but use anger um, and frustration um, to really. Uh, to to express themselves, if I may put it that way, um, but mm-hmm. um, but but that's one of the things. Then again, um, um, people with low self esteem tend tend to be uh, hypersensitive. Um, they are very fragile. They have a very f- um, fragile sense of self uh, that can easily be wounded by others. Um, so you could say anything to them, and I mean you could say something good to that person, but they will be very sensitive uh, about it. May look wow. at it in the wrong wrong manner. It could be twisted. Um, wow. Another thing um, I, I could say that is that. Um, and like I said, they feel inadequate, um, you know, in, or incompetent about themselves. I think I said that a few minutes ago. But pretty much, um, here are just some of the questions I think um, they would say, you know, um, a person, um, look at ways, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to talk about just ways of overcoming it, though. Um, a lot of times they're listening to their inner self or their inner critic. And... Um, uh, somebody, you know, the thoughts that they have is, and here's just some of the thoughts uh, that they may have a person that, that with low self-esteem that they may have. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may say you, that to themselves, they're saying, you're stupid, you're fat, nobody likes you. Um, uh, you should you should be quiet every time you talk about, uh, you just just be quiet. Nobody's going to listen to you. Um, mm-hmm. Why can't why can't you? Why can't you be like other people? Um, uh, you may that inner voice may say you're worthless, and um, yeah, but like right. I said, it's just that having that self worth about themselves, and having mm-hmm. somebody that can begin to share with them that you are somebody, you are going to make it. Uh, you you have to see yourself doing these things, and a lot of times they do not see themselves in that because of that self critic that's on the inside of them. Okay, and and, and and I I listen at you are identifying one of the behaviors that we don't usually uh, put names to, and you said mm-hmm. sometimes they are just very 
hypersensitive and their yeah. ego's uh, fragile sense of self. Uh, uh-huh. And a lot of times that's happening in teens, young adults, and a lot of people, and we just don't identify as a self-esteem issue. Right, right. Uh, and and it's, it is, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Yes, man. And it's one of those that, like I said, like you said, it's just not identified. Um, it, it's just not identified among us because, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I'm, I'm one. I try to identify it, and once I pick mm-hmm. up on it, um, one of, like I said, some of the things that I will do because I'm a father, <laughs> and okay. uh, and you know I'm a father, and I I, I do um take on uh, a lot of the students as that way at at times and I'll uh, one of the things and I've had to do this a few okay. times. Okay. Mr. Good I'll let we're gonna come back we're gonna come back and you're gonna we're okay. gonna get all the information from you about how we handle all of these things that you've just said to us. Uh we're okay. gonna have a short break and when we come okay. back radio audience we are going to be uh, in for a treat. We're going to hear how we get past these low self-esteem issues. We're going to hear how we deal with incompetence and anger and high sensitivity in, in our kids. This is Tools for Teen Transformation Radio. I'm your host, Lily Williams, and my guest is Pastor Maurice Goodall, and we will be back with you in a few minutes. Please come back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. All over the country, we're seeking ways to stop just one more teen school shooting. To stop just one more teen suicide. Just one more teen pregnancy. And just one more teen drug and alcohol addiction. Policies, rules, and regulations will not change teen behavior. The one known research-based strategy to change teen behavior is to change what and how teens think. As a result of using the concepts, ideas, and strategies outlined in Tools for Teen Transformation, teens have fallen in love with themselves, raised their self-esteem, made better choices, and changed their behaviors. They are living productive lives. Look for the book Tools for Teen Transformation coming soon and to be announced first at Coach Lily's website, perfectingdestiny.com. You may also visit her website if you'd like to support the cause of empowering youth, teens, and young adults to love themselves and add value to their lives and everyone around them. That's perfectingdestiny.com. And be sure to look for Coach Lily's upcoming book. Are you a game changer in disguise? Are you tired of waking up every day saying, they soar like eagles and I'm stuck in the nest? Well, wonder no more. It's time to soar. Of the world's millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, almost all started with at least one unique idea. Join Crystal for a controversial look at triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a fun, financially free life with her successful guests. Listen to Soaring with Eagles. Tuesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. And get ready to soar. Do you sometimes feel powerless over your own life? Does it seem like you're living for someone else, unsure of what your purpose is, or if you even have an important voice? 
It's time to take back that control. Tune in to Empowered with Des and Jen. They've been in the same place and have learned to regain control of their lives. They also feature amazing guests who share experiences of how they have found success. Start on your journey by listening Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Tools for Teen Transformation with Lily Williams. Reach out to Coach Lily via email at PerfectingDestinyLifeCoach at gmail.com. That's PerfectingDestinyLifeCoach at gmail.com. Now... Back to Tools for Teen Transformation. Good morning and welcome back to Tools for Teen Transformation Radio. We are back. I'm your host, Lily Williams, and this is Pastor and School Administrator, Maurice Goodall, and we're with you today to increase self-esteem. We're giving you tips to increase Teen self-esteem, and I know that that is a needed topic for everybody. We are looking at giving you ideas, strategies, mindsets, your thought processes, helping you to make better decisions and better choices on today. Uh, We're glad, so glad, Pastor Goodall with us this morning. And first, we mentioned uh, having a good role model and having parents in our homes that would help us with our teens esteem issues and keep them on the right track and to mm-hmm. keep them build up and their confidence full. Now, uh, Pastor Goodall, you and I both know that those are ideal situations, but yes, we ma'am. have so many situations that are not ideal, don't we? We 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 have That's we have true. teenagers that are pretty much raising themselves. We have teenagers that have either or the parents in their homes, and we have teenagers that are with their grandparents or other adults. So mm-hmm. if we if we have those teens and we're having issues like hypersensitive and fragile sense of self and having kids that are angry and are incompetent mm-hmm. in some areas and are awkward in their attitudes and mm-hmm. how might we deal with them, uh, Pastor Goodall? Let's talk about that group soon, please. Okay, um, we can do that. Um, often um, what I believe um, is that happens is a person um, does not have what I call self-compassion um, when they're in low self-esteem, particularly when uh, it seems like, um, well, like you said, and and it is true that there are a lot of, and we have students here as well, that are raising themselves. So they feel as if no one really loves them. And so, but you have to have compassion for yourself, a love for yourself, and um, and realize, too, is that, um, you know, we do have a creator, and he's there with us, too, and he can help you, you know, in the midst of that, but you do have to have um, self-compassion and not self-criticism. You can't be so hard on yourself. Um, and I mean that's a, that's the first step I believe 
and then having what I would say is self, um, which would develop your self-confidence. Because if you don't have compassion, if you don't love yourself, then mm-hmm. that self-confidence can't be, it will not be there. So some of the things that I will say to a person or individual that may be out there, may not have a mom or a dad that is there, and you may have been put out of your home, you know, and I we've had situations like that too, uh, where in that the, the mother and the father were not able to just get along, and the child had to go. Um, but mm-hmm. you need to still love yourself and then build self-confidence and one thing that that I, I found that a lot of students and peers do they try to compare themselves with other people that's a no that's a no no there's only one you and 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 God designed for you to have he has a plan for you and a purpose for you and I believe that finding your purpose and finding your plan in life and having a a true blueprint for you can build that self-esteem and then, I like that um, <laughs> Yeah, thank you for that. I, I, that was a good one. Do you want to add on to, on to that? Or? Yeah, I think I do. I, I really like okay. that when you're talking about the okay. self-confidence. And one of the other things that you and I both know that we have uh, dealt with kids when they've got low self-confidence, we've asked them or try to work with them to think of one time. You said you don't compare yourself with other people, but think of one time that you have felt confident. Think of one time that things have worked out just like you needed to, to have worked out. And then right. you kind of like build on that. You say, well, if mm-hmm. if I was able to do that, then maybe I'll be able to do this. Right, uh, right. Mm-hmm. So yes, you I and I have spent a lot of, um, like, I, I won't say there were textbook methods, <laughs> but I'll say <laughs> some of them were your and my mom and dad methods of just hands-on things and working with the teens and getting to know them. And that that's the that's one right. piece. If we know the yeah. teens, then we, we know when things are not right, don't we? We, yeah, we know when uh, they're in that awkward state. We know they're angry. We know when they're hyper. We know these things. Uh, mm-hmm. But a lot of times, uh, you and I, we just have to, and particularly with the teen stage, we have to make them accountable for doing things that will build their own self-esteem. And I know you have got a whole list that you're going (laughs) to share with us, you know, during this, uh, during our presentation today. But can I, can I just say one thing, uh, Pastor, you know that we always talk about uh, the affirmations. Um, You and I, when we're talking about affirmations and we start out with I am and keeping our affirmations there positive, affirmations are things that we're going to say to ourselves. That's why we say I am. And your affirmations are directed right toward you, right? Mm -hmm. And your affirmations have to be very positive and very Mm -hmm. short and specific and mm-hmm. you bring them in the present moment. You said that's why you say I am. I am and right. I am right. And all of your <laughs> affirmations have to be specific to you to be effective mm-hmm. for you. So some of our teens, we we're teaching them to affirm uh, things that they have not been able to do that they can do. Things to affirm uh, the way mm-hmm. they look and all those kinds of things. But Pastor, mm-hmm. let me tell you this: you and I. Uh, in a school setting, we would call it affirmations. We will call it a lot of other names. But uh-huh. what we really want uh, our radio audience to know is that 
we are working directly with the team when we talk mm-hmm. about our affirmation. We're giving them yeah, ideas, right. strategies, and right. helping them to make better decisions, aren't we? Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Okay. They have to be the one. Uh, the student or the, the child has to be the one, uh, may I say teens, have to be the one to make that decision um, because um, life is based on quality decisions. It's based on decisions that you make, and nobody else can make that decision except for you. Um, and I learned that for myself um, throughout my my entire life, and even as a uh, as a teenager, there were decisions that I made that were the right decisions, and there were other decisions that I made that were not so um, right decisions that were just basically wrong. Um, but when when I got on the right track and started mm-hmm. um, having that confidence within myself, confidence in my Creator, and moving forward with that and knowing who I am, whose I am, um, my heritage from whence I came from, and it's rich, there's greatness that's down on the inside of every human being. And yes. you just have to realize that you're great um, and yes. you're here for a purpose. And once you, and a person can begin to see that they have purpose and destiny, there's a, there's a designated place that's set for them on this earth. Oh, it can just move mountains and uh, within uh, yes. those mountains that and the giants that are on the inside of them by making those affirmations and saying, mm-hmm. I am, mm-hmm. I am, you know, confident. I'm, I am great because everything, once you start saying I am, whatever you say will begin to follow you. Yes. I mean, the, the laws, um, the <laughs> laws come into action. This, this is just natural laws and things come into place um, um, for for, and spiritual laws as well that they just begin to come into place for you because you're speaking this um, that somebody said this that your tongue is the pen of a ready writer so you mm-hmm. can really write your script if you desire to whatever it is that you desire to do in life write it down write mm-hmm. it down and begin to um, you know step by step things that you want to do five years from now ten years from now twenty years from now could even be fifty years from now but you have something on paper that you can literally look at and mark off as you complete those goals and come back and address it the next year and just watch the pattern and you'll see that this will give you self-confidence it'll give you confidence within to know if I did this I can do that um if I can make it through this I can make it through that as well uh, so um so that, you and know, right that, now, uh, and right now, uh, Pastor Goodall, yours and my confidence is increasing even while we're speaking. Uh, uh-huh. You said that life is made on the quality of decisions that we make. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And you're asking them to write it down. And all the time, you know, the teens, how they are. They want to know what does it look like? Write down what? And you named a lot of things that they should be writing down and going back and checking off. And I appreciate that. And you and I both know that that would certainly raise our confidence, raise our self-esteem. One other thing I would like to ask our radio audience and the teens to write down today is to list your wins. You mentioned when you started to feel good about yourself and when you started to do things about yourself, uh, writing things down, that it becomes reality to you. So wouldn't you say today that if they would list down every time that they've had some good success and celebrate it? 
Celebrate. Absolutely. Yeah, I think Absolutely. that's one thing we don't do enough is celebrate our small accomplishments. We're, we're waiting yeah. to conquer the world when you conquer yeah. just one small thing. Celebrate that and add mm-hmm. to it. And all mm-hmm. of these are confidence builders for our yeah. uh, teams. You said um, write down what you want to do five years, ten years from now. Write down a month from now, a day from now. And uh you, you know, go ahead and celebrate it. That's right. That that's mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Um, and that those are uh, you know those are some things I've learned this through um, you know through my lifetime. Um, and but I had people though that were mentors and um, that were able to pour that into me. And this type of radio broadcast is just for that. Um, mm-hmm. For uh, helping you to get to the next level, um, and and even having which we which we mentioned a few minutes ago, and here's something else I just like to add in: having that self confidence, the self esteem, mm-hmm. but also self respect. Um, I, I feel like you know you have to respect yourself as well. Uh, and and when I when I say that, there should be some principles that you should obtain. Um, you know, with that and. Everyone, uh, well, you know, you could say, well, I have um, uh, my own principles, but there are some foundational principles that I believe that our Creator has given us, and and I might say God has given us, um, that we could also have as well that we can adopt as ours. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we, you know, when you have self self respect, that means you're not going to, you know, when you're around people, um, you you don't want to disrespect people. Um, you want to respect your elders. You want to respect um, your your peers that are around you. Because when you begin to sow respect, respect will come back to you. Um, because what the saying is, what goes around comes around, and respect will go a long way. Um, when people begin to see that you're respecting uh, individuals, that lets them know that um, you come from a, a place, a good place, and you begin to to have self worth and self respect for you. Um, you don't go around looking any kind of way. Um, you'll be you consider, you know how you look. You look in the mirror, and when you do look in the mirror, you can feel good about yourself. And I, sometimes I wonder if, if some of our, our young people, that are some of them, I mean, I'm not going to say all of them, but, you know, uh, I, just by, um, by, by looking at some, um, have they looked in the mirror um, and really looked at themselves and, and, and spoken to themselves and said, I am somebody, uh, and um, I, I can make it in this world. And mm-hmm. I know this is a this is um uh, the society today that we live in. It's just like anything goes. Um, but at the same time, there are some things that shouldn't go because there are some things that are just that doesn't show self respect. Um, yes. One of the things one of the things that I do know that we have within um, our community here, um, and it may be in other communities as well, is that sometimes students do not wear their pants. Up on their don't wear belts and don't wear their pants up, and um, you know they're showing their underwears and things of that nature. Uh, in my day, that didn't we didn't do that. Um, a young man would wear a belt; his pants would be on his, you know, would be on. 
Mm-hmm. Could have a nice shirt on, uh, and it just wouldn't be sagging. Um, and even today, young ladies, um, when they're showing themselves uh, cleavages, and um, I mean, just uh, everything under the sun that nobody that that only their husbands should really see. You're mm-hmm. just saying I'm available to individuals, and I can say likewise to the males because in prisons, most people that um. And in the prison, a person that was in prison that did that, um, particularly with a male, you know, with mm-hmm. the slouchy pants, they're saying, I'm available, you know, and um, and you really don't want to, you know, want to do that. I know it's a style right. that goes on, but you need to know, know where it came from, you know, before you start doing anything. And, and so, okay. um, yeah, so, so some it, of the principles that, that self-respect is just... You know, mm-hmm. uh, there with me. You want to add? And as a life coach, uh, yes, because as a as a life coach, what uh, we were saying when we're talking about the self respect and that principle, as a life coach, you know, we're always trying to make sure that they know what it looked like. If I say respect okay. yourself, uh, what does respect look like? What does respect sound like? And you've mentioned a lot of it today. You know, even in the way you dress, uh, being as appropriate as you can, dressing for the occasions. Uh, specifically, uh, respect would mean that you are acknowledging people in your presence. You know, you uh, you know, some sometimes just walking into a room and saying good morning uh, is it, showing that you respect that those people are there. You respect them being there, uh, and you uh, know that they're there. It's just acknowledging, and sometimes you know, just the tone of your voice, uh, or how you're saying things, or making requests. All of that shows respect. And uh, it, you already mentioned considering how it is that you look, talk, and act, and places that you go. If you are self-respecting of yourselves, teenagers, uh-huh. there are certain places that you would not go because it's not going to add value to you, might get you in trouble. There's something else about that self-respect. There are certain people that you're not going to let in your circle because right. they're not going to, yeah, they're not going to add value to you. Right. They're not going right. to uplift you and get you to the place that you need to be. So all right. of this is saying self-respect. And uh, uh, um, Pastor Goodall, we had used another mm-hmm. word uh, back in one of the other broadcasts uh, to our mm-hmm. teens. It's similar to self-respect, and we called it uh, self-advocate. And okay. that was, okay. yeah, that they advocate mm-hmm. for themselves what's yeah, good for right. them. Right. Yeah. Right. And so look, I've got a resource that I need to share before I forget it. Let let me okay. share that resource. Okay. If we have our teens and our young adults to go to livestrong.com, L-I-V-E-S-T-R-O-N-G.com, there okay. are bundles of resources that you can get on every area under um, increasing self-esteem. And awesome. We, yeah, we already know, mm-hmm. Pastor Goodall, that mm-hmm. we can go to this Internet and get almost anything. Now, we can go and get uh, uh, ideas on increasing self-esteem and advice for teens. Uh, okay. The YouTube. So there are always mm-hmm. wait, there are books that they can read and order. Only thing you have got to do, uh, not the only thing, but one of the things that you've got to do, teens and young adults, if you feel like you need help, there's always help for you. Isn't that, isn't right. that, isn't that right? Always. That's right. Always, yes. And uh, one of the other things, uh, 
we were going to do is to continue talking with you about uh, some more ideas, some more tips on uh, increasing self-esteem. One I want to talk about, uh, Pastor Goodall, let let me speak about this one. You know, uh, if we could, everybody makes mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll agree. Oh, oh, we have passed our break. We we have passed okay. our break. We we got we got, we will come back with two for King Radio. This is your host Lily Weems and our co-host Pastor Goodall. Come back with us. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com All over the country, we're seeking ways to stop just one more teen school shooting. To stop just one more teen suicide. Just one more teen pregnancy. And just one more teen drug and alcohol addiction. Policies, rules, and regulations will not change teen behavior. The one known research-based strategy to change teen behavior is to change what and how teens think. As a result of using the concepts, ideas, and strategies outlined in Tools for Teen Transformation, teens have fallen in love with themselves, raised their self-esteem, made better choices, and changed their behaviors. They are living productive lives. Look for the book Tools for Teen Transformation coming soon and to be announced first at Coach Lily's website, perfectingdestiny.com. You may also visit her website if you'd like to support the cause of empowering youth, teens, and young adults to love themselves and add value to their lives and everyone around them. That's perfectingdestiny.com. And be sure to look for Coach Lily's upcoming book. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, that it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to Tools for Teen Transformation with Lily Williams. Reach out to Coach Lily via email at perfectingdestinylifecoach at gmail.com. That's perfectingdestinylifecoach at gmail.com. Now, back to Tools for Teen Transformation. I am so glad that you are back with us, our radio audience. So glad you're back. Tools for Teen Transformation Radio. I'm your host, Lily Williams, and my special guest is Pastor Maurice Goodall. And we're giving you tips on how to increase your confidence, your self-esteem in our teen population today. And I thank you so much again, uh, Pastor Goodall, for being with us on today. We are, we're giving them some good ideas. We're giving strategies. Yes, we're giving Mm -hmm. them tools to transform their thinking today. We're wanting to 
uh, give them different mindsets, change the yeah. way you've been thinking. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. We want to uh, we want to accelerate your thought process into uh, thinking good things about yourself. We talked about mm-hmm. affirmations, a lot of things today. Want you to make better decisions. Right, uh, and, right. and being respectful and uh, decreasing the anger and all those kinds of things. We're helping you to make better choices today on Tools for Teen Transformation Radio. And because, because our uh, topic today is tips to increase teen self-esteem, there's one thing that I want to uh, talk about, and then, then I'm going to pass the mic back to Pastor Goodall. We yeah. want to talk about your mistakes. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. when teens make mistakes, uh, mm-hmm. when they don't accomplish what it is they want to accomplish and they feel like they have failed uh, and mm-hmm. there are obstacles in the way, that yeah. you and I have found, it shuts down a lot of teenagers, won't it? It oh, will make, it, it will, it, it'll just draw them into uh, a situation where they're not willing to uh do what it is they need to do when their self-confidence right. have been attacked. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to pass the mic over to you and uh, we're okay. going to think about the mistakes that they've made and we're mm-hmm. going to think about uh, turning them into uh, accomplishments. Accomplishments, yes. Yes, uh-huh. ma'am. Now, first of first and foremost, um, there's I, I can say this, and we're you know without reservation, there's no perfect person on on the earth. So everyone makes mistakes, and that's one of the first things that um, um, you have to share with a young person and um, with anyone that um, basically makes a mistake. And for young people um, and teens, a lot of times we, um, you may want to not make a mistake. Well, if you keep living, you're going to make mistakes. And you have to look at mistakes as a learning experience. Um, and not when you make, if you do make a mistake, don't sit there and beat yourself up. Um, you know, you you look at where you are, see how you can do it better, and make um, decisions or, or plans or strategies um, not to go back and to do those things again. So, a lot of times, um, uh, what I what what I encourage um, people to do, I, the first thing I ask them person, how could you have done it better? And, um, and generally that person will respond to me, um, what I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, uh, if not, then I can share some things um, that I may feel like you may, may need to do. Um, but don't look at your mistakes as the worst thing in the world. It's part of life. It's part of your growing process because we all are human and we're subject to error. And and when you do error, you just, after you you realize you're wrong, just confess the fact, hey, I'm wrong. I did it. Now, what, what are we going to do now? We got to move forward. So any of you moving forward, shake that stuff off. Mm-hmm. Let's forget about it. Stop condemning yourself. Um, because condemning yourself doesn't help you in the process. But begin to say, okay, 
I can do better. I, I'm a, and and I can do better. I, I need and I often, like I said, I, I being a pastor, I just ask the Lord to help me along the way, and um, you know, just ask the Creator to help you. You know, Lord, just help me in this, and then give me some plans. Give me some some strategies or somebody that I can talk to that's already gone through it. And usually, if a lot of times I've already gone through what you what you've had to go through. So uh, you know, you just just take those tips that that um, people give you. Um, particularly, like I said, um, adults, people that have already gone through it, and apply it. Uh, and then set up those safeguards when if you're weak in an area and you need, you see yourself um, going um, in a direction, you may want to have a buddy that you can talk to or somebody that you can go to when you start feeling a certain way. You start mm-hmm. feeling, uh, let's just say, um, um, I'm like, um, I, I've, I've had... Um, Certain students that um, have have gotten pregnant, or um, you know, and they need they need someone. Um, generally, a lot of times they have low self esteem and feel bad about themselves because sometimes the young man that may have been with the, um, may may have been with them really denies having had the child or being with that individual, and so they're they're by themselves. And so you have to uh, have individuals that will support you and somebody that's been there. And there's somebody in your family or somebody at the school that can share things with you about not getting yourself back in that again. But you want to move forward with that and and realize is that you still have a long life ahead of you. Yes, you made the mistake, but that mistake is really for you to help somebody else not to go through the same thing that you went through. So you learn from this process. Look at it as a learning experience and use those strategies. Um, use those strategies and follow through with them. Um, and and that, that's the way I look at it, Miss um, uh, Williams, and um, as yeah, as life experience. But you can't beat yourself yes. up. You got yeah. you got to move on. You got to you got to. And what we say as coaches is uh, sometimes you win, mm-hmm. and sometimes you learn. Right. That's a John that's a John Maxwell term that we uh, mm-hmm. do in leadership, and when we're talking to teens. Uh, mm-hmm. Life is all about learning. Life is all about mm-hmm. making mistakes. If you never make a mistake, it means you've never done anything. Right. So we, we right. want Absolutely. to teach our teens that what we want them to do is to flip the mistake. You've already you said, you, you, you know, you kind of like examine what it was that you should have done better. And then do you do that? Uh, mm-hmm. When you learn from a mistake, it is mm-hmm. growth. When you learn right. from a mistake, yeah. When you learn, right. and you said it, you're always able to help somebody else in that area. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. are there are some more tips that we need to give? Okay. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, I, I, you know, one thing, um, and, and I would like to, um, you know, there may be some parents that are out there, um, and um I know our teens may not well may say, well, how can my parent help me? You know, well, your parent can also 
be generous with their praise towards you. Um, you need that positive, a positive person uh, in mm-hmm. your life. And your parents usually are the ones that are um, there to to uh, encourage you and give praise to you. And uh, you're also in a conflict. When you, whenever you're in a conflict, you need some support. Um, parents can be there for that as well, or, or maybe just a family member or uh, a, a person that's you know that's close to you. But you you need support during during a conflict that you're in, uh, and particularly if someone is bullying you, and not, um, if someone's bullying you in school and making you feel um, you know inadequate and bad about yourself, um, you know get with somebody get with somebody that you can really just talk to their counselors at school and uh, also if you can't don't feel like you can talk to the counselor you know um, find a pastor find a friend that has you know that may have gone through it or a family member that you can really really talk to and begin to express that uh, to that individual and in the process of doing so you uh, here again you take that information mm-hmm. and that they're giving you, and you apply it. Um, like I said, you just have to. Thank you. One, you mm-hmm. just have to do it, yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you, thank you, Pastor Goodall. We are, we are, mm-hmm. do appreciate all the information that you have given us, and we mm-hmm. are having um, maybe another minute to get you some more information to our radio okay. audience. Okay. And we want to want to make sure that. Uh, is there anything we need to make sure that they get in our one-minute segment? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, well, if you want more information from me, uh, mm-hmm. just uh, like to speak with us, um, um, you can reach us um, by mail. Uh, just send us a letter um, uh, at, at P.O. Box. My name is Pastor Maurice Goodall uh, at uh, P.O. Box 471. LaGrange NC two eight five five one. Um that's our mailing address. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much, Pastor Goodall. And you have been listening to Tools for Teen Transformation Radio. I want to thank my guests again, Pastor Wood Goodall, for helping us this morning. And come back with us next week. Next week, we will be looking at how we inspire our teens to stay in school. This has been your host. Coach Lily Williams, you have been listening to Tools for Teen Transformation Radio. And remember, teens and young adults, there is always a more excellent way. Thank you for joining Coach Lily and Tools for Teen Transformation. You'll want to be here for another show next Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, use some of what you've learned today to start a dialogue and be there for someone. It just might save a teen's life.